1: It is April 29th. folks. Again, this is your new thing now? This is your new thing now, Morgan? Take a knee. I'm making it a thing. Take a knee. Sorry. (laughs) Welcome to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Justin Labar. And, Matt, that main event in AEW Dynamite tonight, Dustin versus Archer, so emotional. What did you think of that main event tonight?
0: That's the first word that comes to mind, emotional. (laughs) Emotional. And this is an example of where... Blood is is now all of a sudden supposedly not supposedly but is frowned upon amongst uh, certain wrest you know wrestling organizations and I and I see certain reasons as to why you don't want to have blood for no rhyme or reason you want it to mean something tonight's match that storytelling even on someone just getting their butts kicked you know what I mean we see so many uneven matches like this where there's not much story told except for one person just annihilating the other this was the definition of sympathy. Empathy and blood really coming into it. And really, I thought, if, the, if you just took a still shot of any point in this match of Dustin on the cell, there, I thought that picture is worth a thousand words, at least. Uh, I really do. I think, uh, again, he is so damn good. And I don't get it. He's only getting older, but yet he's getting better. And uh, it, obviously, this made Lance Archer look like a monster freak, a killer. And uh I loved it. I loved this for so many reasons. It's family coming out to get involved. Were they gonna throw in the towel? Were they not? Um This was a really well, well uh thought out story. I thought very well done.
1: Yeah. Now it's gonna be Archer versus Cody in the finals. Um Even Gavin, they gotta do.
0: Uh-huh. What yeah. They, what are they gonna do with that? We'll get into that. But what the hell are they gonna do with that match? Now?
1: No, I know. It's uh, it's crazy how they're doing this. So we were Justin and I were talking before the show started. So Dynamite goes live again next week, or is next week one of the, the tape shows? Do we know that, Justin? I, I, th-
2: I thought they had still taped into at least the first week of May for next week, uh, at, the, at this batch of tapings at the school there in Georgia. So I, I thought it was still taped, and, unless I might be mistaken. Maybe the chat room can help me out. But I thought they taped at least through the first Wednesday for May.
1: Okay, well, because we're going to have Moxley next week. Um. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot of fun stuff. I mean, this this was a really good show. Thought NXT tonight, uh, not too shabby either. I mean, the, we had the main event, we had the match between Mia Yim and Charlotte, uh, we had Drake Maverick, uh, yeah. getting like, a f- getting a win.
2: Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I said this last week, but it holds true. I think this week's NXT overall had better bell to bell, like more better bell to bell action, but there was more elements of AEW again from whether it was storytelling. Yeah, whether it was featuring, whether it was you know making uh, certain guys credible, you know Wardlow, yes. Brody, yes. again another bubbly bunch where they got all these celeb cameos and they did the Manitoba melee. I mean, it was the most creative way to use celebrities and do this virtual fight scene. Um, so both shows had their. I think this was this was this was one of the best Wednesday nights for the main events because you had Keith Lee and Damian Priest going side by side with the the Lance yes. Archer versus Dustin story. This this was hard to, to this was a d d for a wrestling viewer right here.
1: <laughs> well and uh compare this to what we saw on monday on raw and
0: thank I you mean- thank you we said this just i don't know if you saw but me and, um glenn we're saying this to raj raj is like well nxt is going technically if my calculations serve me correct nxt is going <laughs> down in their ratings week by week so really nobody's really watching okay great good story but the argument I made was, as a wrestling fan, there is no question which of the, these three shows, four shows, I like the most. It's always Wednesday night, and I don't care what the rating show. I'm saying what I like as a wrestling fan, and tonight was a great example of it. Once again, it's always better. I'll take tonight's, either one of these two shows, overall, and over SmackDown. I really would.
2: Well, and and I guess that's one of our news items. I'll segue to it right now. Yeah, the let's thing talk is, about that. The thing is, is that you know NXT is fluctuating between the difference of, you know, Three hundred thousand people is the window they're moving, but WWE for the last couple of years, and it's been sharply in the last uh, year, and even sharper in the last six months, is dropping. You know, it has dropped. We're talking out to them in the millions. So this past, I feel like we've continued to write this headline. This past Monday night's raw once again has set a new record, a bad record for being the lowest non-holiday week raw viewership in history. What was it? At- it averaged one. It averaged, uh, 1.842 million viewers. Could you tell me the number? I still don't know how to do it that way. I'm sorry. Well, 1.8 million viewers, but I'll give you hour by hour. So the first hour drew 1.9 million. Second hour drops to 1.8. And then the final hour drops from 1.8 to 1.6. Uh, so the
0: numbers were 1.9, 1.8
2: in the rating? This is the viewership. It's not the, this is, a, this See? is the viewership. I don't viewership. know how
0: to tell from viewership. I don't. Why did do they yeah, switch it to show. viewership? Why did they switch it? Why don't they do like what we used to watch when I was wrestling, which was oh, yeah, I, my segment uh, did a two point four, or you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I don't know if yeah, where it used to be the sh- what your share was. I don't know if 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 because if, um, we usually get this. We usually we usually pull these numbers that we source them from uh Showbuzz Daily, I believe. I don't know if you're don't. Not
0: know if the only, you're not the only one. Everyone else does it this way too, like what you're doing. I just don't know how to tell the difference
2: anymore. I, I don't know if we've switched the viewership rather than the rating. If it has something to do with the the, the change in the, I don't know if they can calculate who's watching on Hulu as well. I don't well, know if that has come into play or, or what the. I can tell you, was. looking at the I think it's just cable ratings,
1: eighteen to forty nine. Here you go, Matt. For the first and second hours, the eighteen to forty nine demo was a point five nine and a point five six, respectively, and uh, it got yeah. worse in the third hour. So I mean, yeah, I, th- I think because when you talk about it in that, I mean, like a point five nine point five. I mean, that's just. That's nothing. I mean, Matt, you you know the impact number. What what was the best impact ever popped when you were there?
0: Uh-oh. I used to know this. You used to rattle this off all the time.
1: You, I think you popped like a 2. Like it was like a 2 or a 2.4 or something like that?
0: 2.4? Yeah, 2.4 sounds right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so. 2.4.
1: Yeah, this uh, in the demo rating, I mean, this is this is really sad. The content was really bad. And um, it's funny because it plays into this narrative of these rumors now about a WWE sale. I mean, Justin, is there any truth to that? Or is this just, like, no. crazy speculation?
2: Yeah, I, I mean, this, the, the, I, no, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything concrete. I know there's people – it came from Dutch Mantel. Dutch Mantel started this. Dutch Mantel tweeted that he'd heard – chatter from Stanford that there was talk about by some time, sometime through May of um, either Fox or ESPN buying into WWE. And I've always said that WWE would ever, the only business that the only company I could ever see buying WWE who would appreciate WWE and its live events would be Disney, which Disney owns ESPN, but nothing that's, that's just Dutch. I mean, Dutch is Dutch. He's obviously in the business, but nobody else has been able to, that I've heard has been able to, you know, source this. Yeah. So
1: until we hear otherwise, I mean, WWE, the stock rebounding after uh, they made those cuts. and $45, although, wow. Although,
2: although, who, although who would want to buy WWE right now with the amount of, again, we'll talk about later, the amount of lawsuits they've just been hit with uh, from shareholders. It's, it's an ugly scene right now for PR. lawsuits? There was several uh, several class action lawsuits that have been filed by multiple law firms from shareholders to WWE. Everything we've talked about over the last year, year and a half, whether it be the controversy around the Saudi shows and you know have they gotten paid? That the travel controversy that there was to uh, top executives, Vince himself selling major, uh, you know, major amounts of shares to fund XFL, um, saying one thing at the shareholders meetings, and then the stock prices continue to drop over the last couple of years. All of these things are being sourced in this, uh, in these, in these uh, lawsuits to say that the WWE has basically been uh, dubious, has been have not been, have not been. Um, have not been Forthcoming. Forthcoming to their shareholders right. So yeah. If you want to see the full it is a lot, and credit to Mark Middleton and our and our Wrestling nick news staff. It is on Wrestling Inc. We have every page of every document filed. It's a lot, so go through it yourself. But that's the that's the cliff note.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark Middleton. No, he does good work. Uh so we're gonna get into it in a second, talking about AEW dynamite and then of course NXT. But first I wanna thank the sponsor. Of this episode uh guys remember the days when you used to pop a 2.4 rating and now you're struggling to even get to a one it seems like oh so long ago that was for you matt that was entirely for you
0: do you think guys forget about it all together like i just did <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't even remember oh my god do you ever yes. ever have that happen when your partner says to you like hey remember back that time we did that thing and you're like i have no recollection of what you're talking about that's how long, long ago it was <laughs> well, guys, look, if, if that's ever happened to you, uh, you need to check out Blue Chew, and Blue Chew can give you something that will take, take your mind off things, something we could all use right now, which is great sex. You can get that increased performance, that extra confidence in bed. Feel like a young man again at BlueChew.com. Blue like the color blue. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, the science put to use to improve your sex life. Your you can take them anytime, day God. or night even on a full stomach since they are chewable. They work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever that opportunity arises, which, uh, hey, you got time on your hands now. You, got, you, you need a break. Trust me. This is going to make it so easy. Uh, you set the mood. You chew one you wait like 15 minutes, bam, it is go time. So if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Now, this is prescribed online by licensed physicians. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. Uh, you go on the website. It's so easy to sign up, answer a few questions. They are made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, and they're cheaper than a pharmacy, and there's no more awkwardness. It's as convenient as it can be. It's as if from the heavens, someone is just reaching down and handing you a boner, and yours so really can you get better than that uh we've got a special deal for our listeners
2: hopefully their hands aren't cold when they hand it to you
1: that's true that would uh be counterproductive (laughs) no warm hands warm hands yes uh we've got a special deal for you visit bluechew.com you're gonna get your first shipment free just use our special promo code winc you're just gonna pay five dollars shipping but it is free uh again that's B-L-U-E-Choo.com, promo code winc to try it free it's a better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And, uh, yeah, you know, we get so much good feedback from our listeners who try this, who say it is the truth. It is real and it has improved their sex life. So we thank them for sponsoring wrestling. Every,
0: everybody says it. Everybody says it. When they first came out, I remember I used to hear people like, you know, Bruce or, or what's his name? Um, uh, Bischoff and others. Yeah. Right. Talking about it. I'm like, yeah, right. They ain't using it. Um, and whatnot but like the more it started to uh get out into the marketplace it, the more like your own friends would start talking about it. Like at the gym i'd hear about it and other places that you wouldn't expect to hear it um and really quick while i have everybody here on this yeah. subject glenn you always say discrete packaging right so yes what do what do we really think this accomplishes though I'm, i love lucy but what do we think this accomplishes this discrete packaging like, do we think, like, it's, it's at the front door and, like, it's, it's like this a Mission Impossible thing? Or, like, the, the the receiver opens the door really slowly, looks down, looks around, makes sure nobody's looking, makes sure nobody's looking. makes sure. Then finally, when nobody's looking, he dives out on it real quick, brings it back inside. And then, you know what I mean? Like, what are we trying to avoid here? We're in 2020 right now. Look, man, It's all out there, folks. It's all out there. We now have genital hair trimmers now, folks. And now we have this. <laughs> So really, at the end of the day, all of our stuff is out there. Come
2: on, Matt. Again, I, folks. look, there's no more shame. I've had the same mailman for the last seven years. I've been in this house. That mailman can see every, every, every organization, every go, every government, whatever I'm getting and in the mail. He I don't, is I,
0: a pros pro who will never sell that he knows what he's putting in your mailbox. He'll never even make a facial. So- okay, like, uh,
2: I don't need a, him. Impression. I don't. I don't need him. I don't need him to be coming to the door and then giving me a weird look, thinking that I'm having problems. He won't. I, okay, he won't. let they me go one further. Let me go on further, Matt. They are
0: professional professionals.
2: Let's say your wife or partner the well, you're the mayor. The they're not going to do anything to you. Of course oh, they're, they're... going to be professional to you. I'm not mayor of my town. Yeah. But
1: let's say uh, your wife gets the mail. You don't want your wife getting something yes. that says, like, bone pills. You don't want her to know your secret weapon. You know, you got to, you know, it's like, is it him or is it blue Chew? You got to keep that, you know, that's discreet. That's I your own really secret. I
0: don't know. I don't know if that freaking uh, horse is out of the barn by now or not. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. There was a point in the game in which, yeah, I wouldn't have wanted that to be, yeah,
1: you know. And I think yeah. uh,
0: that's uh, you a good don't... one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I like it. I think uh, you know, I like the packaging it comes in. So it ships. I should have saved it. Um, ships in like a regular brown envelope. Comes in a in a, a little pouch like this. Now uh, you open it up, and uh, here. Oh, no, it didn't work. I was going to try to do, like, with the light. So your face looks like Matt's face right now. The light shines. It's like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction when you open this pouch, just uh, <laughs> coming out. And uh, I like that now, depending on whether you get Tadalafil or fill, uh you either get one of these envelopes or one of these envelopes. So this is the Tadalafil. Or, pardon me, this is the Sedanifil, same ingredient as Viagra. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. Tadalafil, same ingredient as Cialis. I like Tadalafil because yeah. it's got "tada" right there in the name. It's magical.
0: I will always take that one over the other one. I'm mean, being so sincere. In my opinion, for my DNA, I always felt it works the best. Yeah. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's different. but I, I swear, more friends that I know use the uh, the, the Cialis, uh ingredient you just said.
1: Yeah, and that's the great thing. So you know, hey, if you want to use the code twice, sign up twice and try each one, see which one you like better. And uh, yes. they give you, they send you a bunch of these. I mean, you get like five of them in each pouch they send you. When you use our promo code WINC to try it free, um, it's great. It's great stuff. Uh, love having them as a sponsor. It has uh, improved this yep. this podcast. It has definitely improved uh, definitely. my uh, my uh, my uh, sex life, as it were. And uh, you know, as it
0: were, as it were. <laughs>
1: And let me tell you dur- during this this downtime being at home so much I th- I think it's good it's good to have something to take your mind off things and what's funny is yeah. um uh I've had fans that have even dm talk about uncomfortable okay I'm not going to talk about the photos cuz Matt likes to to encourage that behavior but uh somebody encouraged me uh, and was like oh I just want to thank you for it you know it was great and I was like oh so your partner likes it so they're like I don't have a partner I've just been gotten gotten this and and going at myself and I'm like that's commitment man you know, you got to spice things up. It's like, okay, that's new. That's a new one. But apparently people do it for that uh, reason as well.
0: Glenn, what? you can't possibly think I'm just going to just roll on to the next segment after that. No way. Now let's we get into the review. Investigate. We're what? going to investigate here. Folks, this is why you got me on this show. All right, Glenn, I've got to hear this. So what? you received a message from somebody, and my favorite part about this, Besides the obvious, which is uh, old boy who's talking to you using it on himself, yeah. there's that. That's a that's a magical moment in and of itself. But the real all star moment here is the fact that you asked him about his partner's feedback on it.
1: <laughs> I was making conversation. If you want to come at me and say I'm using Blue Chew, thank you so much for hooking me up with this. My first thing is going to be like it improves your love life, right? Like your partner did if, it
0: too. If this was any other product, yes. So maybe I should look at it that way, right? If there's any other product, that is something you would ask. Definitely. Um, did the product do what you needed it to do? And did the person who benefits this product the most enjoy it? Yes, you would be correct. But I still call me eight years old, call me 10 years old. I don't care. I can't get past the fact that you asked them about their <laughs> partner's opinion on it.
2: Glenn, hey, I, think, Dr. <laughs> Glenn I, I think you need to close your DMs, bro.
0: Dr. Glenn. Folks, continue to slide into Glenn's DMs, please.
1: (laughs) I get, like, okay, let me tell you about my DMs for a second. My DMs, first, most, 90, uh, no, not 90, I would say uh, probably 50% of the DMs I get are people that want to talk to me about Goonies. They're like, they just want (laughs) to talk about Goonies and how much they love the film, The Goonies. Um, I would say probably about, 30% 30% are people that want to talk about random wrestling reviews. Uh, like, I've got a conversation going with a guy that always wants to DM me to ask what I think about Liv Morgan. And is Liv Morgan going to get a push? How come they're not working? With- like, that's all he ever wants to talk to me That's Liv Morgan. And I'll respond to, to just about anything. And if I've missed your DM, I apologize. Twitter sometimes doesn't always show you. Sometimes is that message pending, so I have to go to it. But I will say probably a good 20% of the DMs I get are about Blue Chew. Uh, where people just like thank me for it. I've told you before. I mean, there were guys that messaged me that said, I mean, th- you know, again, I'm not going to give their names, but they said like, Oh, I, you know, was dating someone. I was nervous. I was having performance anxiety. This really helped. Others were saying, I've, uh, Matt, we were talking the other night about growing up in an HIV scare. Someone messaged me and said, I've always had problems using a condom like Bluetooth made
0: that possible. You know? So it's like, first off, if somebody right there, me, we, yeah. sh- we should have been using that actually, because that's an amazing use for it because that is a very common when i was in college so many guys on my basketball team used to say that they used to almost show off and i just like cut in my head and when i talked to my dad on the phone every once and once a week i'm like dad these guys are like literally saying they're having sex without condoms they're like bragging about it yeah. but then a little bit more i was on the team a little bit longer guys maybe trusted me i don't know why, but then they you tell the reason of why is because they could not maintain an erection while wearing the condom is what they would yeah. all end up admitting to there's a lot to that. That's another great use of this. Now that you just said that, that we need to, they need to advertise that. Cause that is a very real thing that happens to a lot of guys, especially college age guys. Um, that, and that's their reason and the rationalization to not wear a condom. So that is a great use of it actually. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So with this conversation that came up,
1: someone was like, "I don't get why there's a stigma about this." I got it. And I was like, "Yeah, it's not a stigma. Couples, people in relationships, no. like it's a normal thing." And they were like, "Yeah, I'm not in a relationship." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And they were like, "No, I just bought it." To-. And I, was, I was like, "Thanks for oversharing, bro." But I thought that was fascinating. And uh, it, it is also a young man's thing. We're not going to get into details about this, but Matt, Justin, you guys know if yeah. you're if you're a younger man and you've got alone time and you were not in a relationship. Some guys become like sexual yes. MacGyver. And I think if Chew can aid you on your sexual MacGyver exploits, whether alone or with a partner, use her promo code W I N C. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to close my DMS after this one. Cause, uh, shit's about to get weird, but we thank yes, them for is. sponsoring the podcast.
0: Ah <laughs> <sighs> What what do we think level of red Face Raj is right now? Five, six, seven? We've not talked about any wrestling, I don't think, except for one match.
1: Raj is, you know, on the blue-chew, hanging out, three glasses of wine, uh, kicking it with the wife, you know?
0: Ah, I don't even care anymore.
1: Ah. (laughs) Or maybe not. Maybe just three glasses of wine, blue-chew, and he's by himself. You know, as we've learned now. It happens. It's a thing. He
2: took some some blue-chew and he's recording a Ryback podcast.
0: Hang on, hang on. Ryback. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, my, the watching We can understand kind of what I'm saying. Listen, I've got these three jokers doing my podcast right now. I totally abuse them and make them do my podcast. Why? I don't do anything. Oh, wait. The, the, why are you recording me? Honey, shut <laughs> this up. <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's all downhill from here, folks. Oh. Just turn the
0: podcast. No, I no, right back. I will not wear that pink drop trap next time. No. No, I'm going to take a stand one of these days. Right now, it's today. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love, Raj. It's all love.
1: We learned the other night, Raj does not, we, we we know he does not listen or watch this podcast. We learned the other night.
0: At all. At all. Yes. He did not notice Glenn's haircut for, it's been a week.
1: Yeah. Uh Shridip Singupta 100 rupee. What is that? Uh, is that? What's the uh, currency there? For what it is. Ooh. It's not rupees. It's – um, can't remember what that symbol is for. Uh, asking, why do AEW – why do AEW having so many weapons – why does AEW have so many weapons matches? Hager and Moxley Championship match was it, then this week and then next okay. week again. I think they're just trying to change it up right now.
0: I haven't had a problem with it. You know, when he says it that way, it sounds like a little bit much or overkill – not even overkill, but – the stories and the wrestlers that have used it, I don't think it's just been thrown away. I think they've all had meaning, and that's all I ever care about. If it has meaning to it. That was the reason the advent, uh, the adventation of the gimmick, the foreign object, blood, all those things were to enhance a storyline that needed it. And I thought tonight's blood definitely added to that story.
1: Yeah. Scott Hawk saying, "Sorry, I'm still getting over Sexual MacGyver. If I ever uh, make a return to hip hop, that's gonna be that's gonna be my new rap name, Sexual MacGyver."
0: Dude, you should not have just said that. Someone out there's gonna steal that and make a million off of that name, <laughs> Sexual
1: MacGyver. That's a great name. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, so let's talk about AEW first tonight. What did we open with tonight? We opened with uh, oh, Cody versus Darby Allen in the tournament match. Uh, now we've seen these guys wrestle before.
0: Uh, this was great because now yeah. it makes it really quick before you go into it. It makes all the sense in the world now for those who are like, oh, you know, Darby. Not that anyone complained that Darby beat uh, Sammy last, last time that they worked um, because Sammy has built-in heat now a little bit. He can recover from his loss. But it makes all the sense in the world on why it was imperative that he got that win uh, last week. I don't like seeing him lose again. So quickly afterwards to Cody here. But um, even though Cody's a bigger star, I get that. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't think Cody needs this mid-card title at all. Well, they tries, he's there they to put try. over Lance.
2: Well, I think he is. I mean, since Lance came in, the Cody's been the focus of Jake's promos. I mean, I think, you know, um, but I mean, like they tried to protect Darby in this finish. You know, Darby does that coffin, that, that, that you know, his yes, top rope spot. Coffin yeah. And then, and then Cody just rolls him out. Like, they tried to protect Darby, like Darby, like didn't, but I, I, it didn't look. I don't know the execution of. It I thought wasn't great. I, I, it was kind of like Darby. You really didn't realize that you were being you were being counted three there. I don't know. I liked again. I like the idea. It's kind of like it makes me think about like Roddy Piper versus Bret Hart Mania Eight. You know, when you know Piper's got Bret in the sleeper and then Bret kicks off. And, and you know, so great it's like that. Finished. It's like that thing where Bret gets the victory, but Piper had the Piper was the one on the, on the on the offensive. So like I get them trying to protect Darby. So I, I love the decision. I just me, don't. I don't like the execution of, of, of how they did it.
0: Me and Joe went into a finish that one time, um, with him with a coquina clutch. I believe he had mm-hmm. on me, and I pinned him while he
2: had it on me. Yeah, um,
0: a, I love that finish.
2: It's a great. It's a great protection finish. You know, yeah, I mean Piper and Hart did it. it Mani, Piper and Hart did it at Mania Eight, and then Hart did it again with Austin at their at their Survivor Series '96 match. Yes, you know, so I think Austin mm-hmm. had the million million dollar dream. It's a great finish to protect. Uh, this was a little bit different. Same idea, but again, execution, a little, little shaky to me.
1: <clears throat> it was good. I mean, I think these guys, I mean, their, their first match together was incredible. I thought this was really good tonight. I think uh, Cody going through against Archer was absolutely the right call. With Darby, um, man, when they finally give him, like, a, a real push, I just think the sky's the limit for this kid.
2: Absolutely.
1: But he looked good tonight. And then we had that vignette on Scorpio Sky. Uh, so what's that? Building up to, because I mean, obviously they're pushing him from SCU, uh The most it seems like. I mean, is he going to get a full-on solo run?
2: I don't know, but I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, this was really—I really haven't paid much attention to him. I'll be honest; I just kind of lumped him in as just being one of the guys in that trio. But this was a good little little profile on him, so I'm not sure. You know, obviously, he's not in the running for the for this new mid card title. He's not, obviously, in the world title picture. You know, so I, I think it's he just. He would have been good the,
0: for it, actually. He would have been good yeah. for this mid card title, to be honest. It would have made a, been a great breakaway for him to go into singles competition with the championship. It'd be believable. He's so good. His promos have improved.
2: He looks like a legitimate pro athlete. Well, you know what? <clears> he's a <throat> he's a baby face, and uh, I think Lance Archer is going to win this mid card title. So once he does maybe Scorpio can get a few wins on TV and he makes himself a number one contender for this title. So like he could be right into it.
1: Yeah. Uh, we went from that to uh, MJF doing a stay-up promo. Uh, as he recovered, healed up from a severe hang now. Uh, he, he overhealed in fact, uh, but he cut his neck while shaving. So he's out. Um, I love this promo. What did you think of this, Matt?
0: Good, but I would have argued this. This title would have been custom built, in my opinion, more for MJF. I don't get the logic in not putting that on him. To hear him run his mouth every week about that championship how it's more important than the heavyweight championship every week after week after week would have done a lot for that title hitting the ground running.
2: Well, I don't disagree with you, Matt, but I think uh, I think that this is that maybe that's maybe that's one option they was potentially going to go but I think this is the result of having to call the audible because of the pandemic is that, is that uh, MJF has not been in any of these tapings since, since after oh, they left the Jacksonville, he has not been in any of these tapings they've done in this location in Georgia. So, and I, they wanted very
0: to be curious why they're not in Jacksonville doing this. Why? Well, if,
2: well, they, they left Jacksonville at first, because remember, this is remember they, this is back. <clears throat> they taped all this, all this content that we're seeing right now. They taped it all back in the third week of March. So, so this, that's
0: my question. Why would you not say, okay, we have a show in the can we really like it. But you know what? We have an opportunity to go back to some of our storylines now, especially when the governor added that memorandum last week, or more than last week ago now, where they could have gone back to Jacksonville. Well, they're going and, to go. Going, they're,
2: they're going to go back to Florida once these can shows run out, and they're going to go back to Florida. That's probably where they're going to do double or not, nothing.
0: But you're not listening. If it, let's say, for instance, what you said is true about MJF about maybe the plans were originally to have him win this, but they had to shit can because they have shows in the can now that they had to shoot in Georgia. As a week and a half ago, they could have used some of those shows in the from the Georgia having those shows they can did the pre-tape shows right, and they could have said, "Well, we have better we had better stuff planned live. Now we can have all of our superstars coming to this show at Jacksonville," and and they could have updated those storylines that they wanted to keep updated a week and a half ago.
2: Not necessarily because it doesn't Why? mean that, because it doesn't mean they'd have all their superstars because. And I don't know for for sure, but Tony yeah. Khan said Tony Khan said to Talon, "If you don't feel comfortable traveling, you don't have to travel right now. So it's possible MJF is, is not no traveling. Way. That's why mean, we. That's MJF. why there's certain. That's why. That's why there's certain people we just haven't seen because there's certain people that just did not come to the tapings in Georgia at the time. And this was, this was a month ago, and times were different a month ago. So he might not still be feeling comfortable to travel yet. And Tony Khan and them said, we're not going to dock anybody's. You know, you're not you're not going to fall in standing with us if you don't feel comfortable traveling. Stay home until you feel comfortable. So, for all we know, MJF might be in that but situation. these are all
0: these are all drives. I, I, at my peak, making a shit ton of money, would have driven.
2: Where from does he New New live? York.
0: Yep. Dude, I think live Long, is Island. New York. Long
1: Island. Long Island. Long well, Island. Yeah, he but does. New York. would have right driven.
0: Now. I would have driven. That's why I would have driven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. To I get, get away that. from that,
0: why would I want to be in the heart of the pandemic?
1: Actually, Matt, let me go a step further. AEW because of that might have said MJF. You, you should, unless you're going to come here and stay here. Like, yeah, maybe they yeah. asked him to sit it out for that reason.
0: That could be true. Going back and forth in the middle of yeah. the hottest part of this pandemic and back to them, hottest part of the pandemic, back to them. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Yeah. I mean, and uh, you know, my, I feel for what's going on in New York right now, but from a pragmatic point of view, like that just oh, seems My like- mom
0: was going back to Connecticut, which is not much better. It's yeah. crazy up there. And uh, same thing. She was supposed to move back last month. I was like, you're out of your mind. Oh, it's no big deal. What? Yes, it is. You ain't going anywhere. You're not leaving. I like forbid my mom for the first time in my life. (laughs) And she's been here for the last 30 days. Wow. She's going to like it.
1: (laughs) 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 That's a far bigger story that we do not have the time to get into. But fascinating. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about Wardlow versus uh, Musa tonight. That's how you pronounce it, Musa, 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 Musa. Squash match, Ooh. Wardlow,
2: Wardlow. Good for
0: Wardlow. Love Wardlow yeah. getting squash matches. I love once that. Once again,
2: once again, that same new spot that he used last week. Hold him up in the corner. This time he connected. He busts dude's nose open. Blood. It was a uh, vicious looking. Great, great showing for Wardlow. Yes. Uh,
1: I am air two dollars to make the joke. MJF needs a manscape to not get injured. See, it's true. Ooh, Ceramic blade. Good, good one. Good one. Ceramic blade. Um, so, the Bubbly Bunch tonight, trying to top their flim flam dance from last week. This time, uh, what what do you call it? What's the name of the the challenge that they did tonight?
2: They did. It was called the Manitoba Melee.
1: Okay, got it. And it involved Chris Jericho's dad, Jane Silent Bob, Virgil, Vicky Guerrero, and Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk. Why not? Why shouldn't he be part of it? True. He gave 110%. Um, man, I loved Lou Ferrigno as a kid. That was... Uh,
0: oh, yes. My favorite show. One of my favorite shows, was all
1: Absolutely. Uh, then we had Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford versus the Best Friends with Orange Cassidy in a no-DQ, no-countouts match with the Best Friends picking up a win. Uh, Matt, what would you think of this?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a big best friend, Mark. I'm just not. I love Orange Cassidy. I'm not a big best friend, Mark.
2: Yeah, I, I, like I give them credit because I mean, they, you know, they they did a lot of hardcore stuff with the the ladders and the chairs and everything, and like doing a hard. I mean, did. doing all that in basically an empty arena with you know you don't have the crowd feeding off the, you know to help that adrenaline. I mean, you know, so I give you props for that, but like. At the same point it was like just I don't know, just like a tornado tag of chaos. There was just like mm. I don't know, no rhyme or reason. Uh, like Yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of indifferent about it. I do not do w I don't wanna I don't wanna poo poo on their efforts because they tried, but didn't this didn't really do, do it for me. I'll do Yeah,
1: it, it was interesting them referring to Orange Cassidy as a manager.
2: Yeah, they, they were joking about it. Like Jericho saying, or, uh, you know, Shivani saying, look at a, you know, a manager that can move like that and Jericho fighting him. And that, I mean, that was cool. But again, I just, it also, this is also a case of where when you're watching both shows live, I also was like, eh, because simultaneously there was a women's match of Charlotte and Mia Yim yep. that was, that was bonkers. That so, is, um,
0: that's what I focused on during that. Yeah. Um.
1: So. Maybe my, I don't get this. Maybe Maharaja $2 said shanty, Glenn. I don't, I don't understand. so someone in the, uh, I don't
0: know. Everyone in the chat. Stupid. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> you know, Other people are I saying it. What you just said. Well, I don't understand. So how about that?
1: <laughs> Matt, you realize now that's how we know we're old is where if somebody says something and we don't get it, we're like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> the kids with the references.
0: You kids. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally old yes
1: ah uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know anything what What? like what even it's gonna be May soon like has time oh, right. lost all right sense now, of right?
2: meaning <laughs> no May is Friday it's
1: it's it's April. maybe it's May maybe it's April I don't know
0: if we have lost I've definitely lost all sense of where we are definitely yes yes
2: this podcast is the only way I know what day it is. Am I going to be talking to you guys? Is it Wednesday? Is it Friday? Like, what a day. Yeah. Yes. Um. So
1: Sean's. Sp- oh, uh, no. Britt Baker. The Britt Baker promo about how to be a role model with Reba. <laughs> Real name rebel. Uh, I love this. I thought this was great. This was very entertaining.
0: Was this TNA rebel? Oh, yes. that's a good question. Yes, oh, it was. There you go. Yes. I like her. My friends are, uh yeah. Um, this was good. She's getting very, very comfortable. More and more and I'd see a lot of her YouTube stuff too. And uh, on other people's podcasts or Vlog, vlogs, Vlogs. See, wanna show your age, call it a vlog folks. Um, other wrestlers vlogs and uh, she is really feeling this character.
2: Yeah. She the the the, the you know, she's pointing out about uh, you know, okay, if if, if... Unless you're smart, don't wear glasses and, you know, suck it in if you're fat in a picture. And she's showing Tony Shavani, and the quote of saying, for all you fat cows, Photoshop and filters are a thing. Use <laughs> them. <laughs> it was just a great quote.
1: So our chat room now, Matt, and this shows us we are Jinder Mahal fans. I did not remember that Shanti is what Jinder Mahal says, and it means uh, peace or tranquility.
0: Oh, that was the only time I did not like Jinder Mahal when they were making him do that. Remember that? At a left field, like, what are you guys doing to him? He was fine the way he was. He didn't need to have that BS over... You know what I'm talking about? Were they overly stereotype, playing the stereotypes yes. of people's backgrounds and whatnot, and it's lame. That was an example of it. Yes. And because and- that, dude, that dude is a thoroughbred, badass athlete who will kick your ass. And he looks like a million bucks. He did not need any gimmicks with it.
1: I agree. Although I did like him with uh, the uh, the Sing
0: Brothers. Yes, I did think that was good. Me, me too. I did too. But but yeah. when he was doing that, don't you remember He when he was doing this? I yeah. My fat hands won't appear in the camera. Um, you know what I mean? And doing calm down, be peaceful, you know, all that crap. It's like that's the exact opposite of who he is. That dude is a live wire. He I know. He is an energy drink 24 hours a day.
1: Yeah. So apologies to the chat that us gender mahal marks didn't yes, remember that. I'm
0: I am disappointed because we do put ourselves over as gender marks.
1: We have brought shame to this podcast. No we uh, brought
0: shame to gender. <laughs> <laughs> if,
1: we, if we if we titled the episodes, if, if we, we gave each episode a title, that would be my title for this episode. We have brought shame to this podcast.
2: No, my title for this podcast is Blue Chew's helping some dude whack off more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible.
1: <sighs> so glad I'm not single, um, especially now.
0: Anyhow, oh, being some, being some single would suck. It right would be now, terrible. Oh yeah, good lord. That, would, that would be... in in general. I, I would argue, but yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, Sean Spears versus Baron Black. Sean Spears getting a pretty easy win via submission here. Um, Who's and Baron the- Black. I don't know. Who's Baron uh, Black?
2: Uh, another, another one of the independent wrestlers they've pulled in here to fill. The, yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, Matt, the match you've been looking forward to, Brody Lee versus Marco Stunt. I know your money was on Marco to win this, but Brody won via pinfall. It
0: was. <laughs> it was. And a complete upset and a complete shocker. Wrestling <sighs> Inc fans that may have missed this barn burner, um, Brody Lee managed to pull it out. He he, he dug deep and he pulled it out at the last second, if you could believe it. He reversed a chokeslam, of all things. He was about to eat a chokeslam from Marco Stunt. That for sure was going to put him out of action, maybe even take him out of his career for that matter. Permanent injury. But he was able to come and dig deep from underneath, and uh, big-time uh, Jeff Hardy-like, uh, Ricky Morton, babyface comeback. None of that happened, folks. But, um, yeah, I, I don't. let me ask you guys a question. When does it come, become enough to where – I know they have a full roster, I get that. At this point, you, there's not anybody out there that thinks this kid is going to win, right? Any not, matches, right?
1: Not in this current trajectory, but I could see them giving him some sort of run uh,
0: with multiple wins.
1: I think. I mean, I think it would have to be like an Ellsworth thing where he no, but Ellsworth got a technical victory through uh,
0: see, Dean Ambrose yeah. helping him cheat. But so, no, right. I think Stunt could get something think, at some point. I think he'll get one win on somebody very unexpected one day. And that'll be it for, like, six months. Yeah. And then the jobs will continue.
2: I don't know. Kind of like uh, uh, Mikey Whipwreck and ECW. Oh, like yes. That. Yes, there you go. Granted, Mikey was obviously bigger sized you know, than Marco, but it's still the same kind of like... Just took puni-
0: and he took punishment the entire right. time. Right. Until... And he got over, believe it or not, Mikey. Did, didn't got didn't Steve, didn't
2: didn't didn't he get over? Didn't he beat Steve Austin when Steve was there briefly? Didn't I think Mikey Whipperack beat Steve Austin? Wow! If so, when Steve if was I there remember. for that very short window after he got fired by WCW before he went to WWE, I think uh, Steve did business with Mikey. He understood. He he saw like this could be something fun. This would be something you know that's worthwhile. Don't be putting
0: thoughts in Steve Austin's <laughs> head, on that. No, on
2: because them. he's talked about this. I'm not putting thoughts in Steve Austin's head. He's talking oh. about this. Before. Paul yes. Hamer's talked about it.
1: Uh, this is Anthony, Y Making the joke, don't hinder the Glender. Thank you for the Buck99 super chat. But I did want to point out, Matt, if you look at the comments of Monday night's YouTube video, like 75% of those are people talking about how stoked they are Jinder's back. I think like yeah. WWE did not anticipate his actual
0: fan base. They're stupid then because yeah. everybody got behind that when he first came back. And then I, then I got a little frustrated with the fans because he was working Orton, if you remember, and yeah. fans were starting to like poo-poo upon it. I'm like, that ain't Ginger's fault. Yeah, like, he got stuck with Orton the shittiest crap, gimmick. Crap on Randy then. Crap on this, the storyline, right? Don't do not do this to Ginder because you're going to just push. Unfortunately, those that don't want him working at that level now have every fodder they need to push him back down and you know, back underneath the, their thumbs and, and drop, drop in him out again. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't explain to you the the glass ceiling, the two foot tall. I would argue glass ceiling that someone at his level of what he was meant to stay at shattered. Yeah, and while it was so exciting to watch and follow because he was able to do something that was not supposed to be able to be done, I'm telling you, I've watched so many guys get put in that position that it work circles around guys like me and others that get better opportunities in this business. And here was his, and he won the championship at like that. That is not supposed to happen. And I was just, I hope he gets it back again because that dude deserves it. He works so hard. Everybody works hard, but he works harder.
1: The thing with a fifty dollars super chat saying thank wow. you guys for wow. everything you do. Uh, the thing, thank you for wow. Thank you, the
0: thing. I wish we could use your real name to give you the prop appropriate thank you. Uh, yeah. Better yet, Raj, Raj says thank you. Yes, Justin, poor, you're going to... Us, us poor folk won't see a, 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 a penny of that. I don't know if you guys heard, but Justin's uh, Justin LaBar's contract negotiations for Super Chat money failed miserably. And uh, <laughs> Raj is just collecting all of this and taking it to the bank. Well, there's the three of us watching our black and white TVs at home with, with rabbit ears. Telling my wife to stare a little bit in this direction, a little bit in this direction.
2: Just so we can watch CBS. I'm living off of ramen noodles while Raj is doing surf and turf every yes. night.
0: Yes. Cold ramen noodles, folks. He can't even afford to microwave them. Thanks, <laughs> Raj. <laughs>
1: if you ever watches this podcast, Matt, it's it's not gonna go well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knows it's all a joke Yeah, all a joke This is a, this is the stuff that I swear to God Our oh. fans prefer way more than talking about Raw The
1: you thing, you didn't have to give us $20 He gave more. us
2: 20 bucks to tell us his name
0: <laughs> Oh, dude, like, thank you, Raphael Oh my God, <laughs> I just realized that was the thing Yeah, Raphael, <laughs> what are you doing? Oh you we're know, my- sending something special for Raphael Raphael, do you have any, like, tweets or Instagram posts That you want a lot of people to see
2: Or something? I don't know how wow. I'll pay you that yeah, because Raj Gary does not deserve that. So Raphael just gave Raj seventy dollars, <laughs> seventy bucks, and I got cold. Yeah. Or, I got cold Oriental flavor ramen noodles sitting on the <laughs> stove right now. What What does the Orient taste like, Justin? Sad in loneliness. Oh,
0: Justin, poor Justin.
2: <laughs> we have brought you into this podcast.
0: And... Glenn, are you gonna tell the fans at home that you Glenn right now is not even sitting on any type of furniture, not a desk chair. He's sitting on a milk crate, folks. Yeah. A milk crate. See how bad it is? He's he's a terrible employer. Terrible employer.
2: The only the only way Glenn is standing up is because of his blue He's got a tripod situation going on. Otherwise he's screwed. He doesn't no comfortable <laughs> furniture. <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't even have a, I'm in blackness, like Mork from Ork and his Void talking to Orson at the end, because I I can't even afford a house, I'm just here in in darkness, imprisoning me Great reference,
0: Yes. good reference by the way
1: uh Saviour Leone. Uh sounds impressive. $50 MX. I think that's fifty pesos. I want to say it's like two bucks American, but hey, it looks good. Uh we are
0: not judging you by
1: the yes. way. Yes, we're not judging Please. you. I just want to say for the for the audience at home, uh you all yes. need to go on strike to... right, <laughs> we're
2: calculating Raj's uh balance, that's all.
1: Yes.
0: To spend <sighs> on his next night of uh getting schlicked getting schnockered up. <laughs> uh...
2: H- hitting the sauce. Hitting the sauce. Hitting sauce. There
1: you go. Justin can't even afford sauce. He's just got his <laughs> seasoning packet. <laughs> Sometimes when he wants to get loose, he just pours it right into his mouth to feel alive. <laughs> Kevin Pavio, two bucks. I think Jinder should cash in on Drew. Um, I think it's going to be... I think Jinder's not even going to have to... Uh, he could be added to the Money in the Bank match, but I think... Uh, he, he's a yeah, natural for the man. title shot after Rollins, like Drew versus Jinder is just perfect.
2: Yeah, you, it's you, a great he, story. Yeah you, yeah, you don't you don't want you don't want Jinder with the money, in the bank briefcase because the, the briefcase need it. Well, right, and the because the briefcase comes out of nowhere spontaneously. You want Jinder in a in a in a feud for a couple of weeks or months with Drew because there's so much story yeah. to tell.
0: Yes, please. And they hope they do it right. I wish there were fans for this, just because for the two athletes' perspective to say. Hey, and you know they're saying it. right. Remember back in the day when we were doing that bullshit? Listen to the fans right now. You know what I mean? They're not gonna have that moment. That part of this sucks. Yeah. But uh, still though, I'm happy for both of them.
1: Yeah. Uh and HJZ and some people in the chat are saying, We we should do those speaking of the super chats, we should do uh, it's it's been a month, we should um do another charity night. We should come up with something and pitch Raj on okay. that, yeah. Matt Let's Monday. The Monday people, let's call them out on the air and be like, we're gonna do a charity night.
2: Yeah, to the people in the front okay. line, the people in the front line front line battling COVID. Having to like the the healthcare yep. people. We if, should if, find if, something. If there's a if there's a organization to donate money to that, I mean Dude, I mean we did I
1: over five hundred bucks for culture city, so I think we could absolutely do something nice. I got
0: one I got one better, and I got this from some nurses I know, uh, some police and fire department members I know here in our city that said, you know, it's amazing that so much that people in our community these different places, gas stations and whatnot want to give us free donuts, free coffee, and they want to thank us because they don't know what else to do to contribute to thank us for fighting on the front line. But at the end of the day, that's our job 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which makes you want to say, this is even more a reason why we want to give this to you, because you guys are so humble. Well, I but what they've told me, what they've told me is there are people out there that are homeless or there are people out there that really need this way more than them. So I want to figure out how to figure that out. And how we can make it, raise money for people that, do you know what I mean, that yeah. are uh, you know really, really down on their luck and don't have anything. Um, let, let, let's think about that.
2: Well, we should do our next, I think we should do our next charity night. We should do it on Money in the Bank Sunday night when we do our Money in the Bank. Because oh. the paper the pay-per-views are always a big boost of viewers. Mean, we're doing well yeah, overall.
0: It, it, it rings into it, too. That's a
2: good idea. Money in the Bank, right. So let's yeah. do, let's, let's just tell Raj we're doing Money in the Bank, <laughs> Okay, I'm in. Yeah, come on, Raj. Seriously, please. Be let's curious. just figure out. Let's just figure out which charity we're going to do. Uh, let me
1: just say, in fairness to Raj, when I pitched him on the Culture City thing, like Raj immediately responded, it, right? "It's a great idea." Yeah. <laughs> like, I know we make jokes here, but I think Raj is hundred yeah, I mean, oh yeah. percent on board with this. I think it'll be good. Uh so yes, yeah, I think, uh, so back to man. Isn't it also interesting that on AEW Dynamite, the return of Jinder Mahal gets everybody like we're t- we're talking about this. I mean, I think it just goes to show that. Uh, yeah, we're excited. Uh, Leonzo Duncan with a $5 super chat saying Jinder had the look, the music, the entrance of a champion, but the booking was terrible and people forgot yes. they were behind him in the beginning. It's because they gave him that uh, Islamophobic gimmick, if yes. that's even the right term for it. And I mean, he's not. He don't he's from, need that. Yeah, it's of Indian descent Canadian. Uh, but the way they tried to get cheap yes. heat on him
0: was just uh, pathetic. He doesn't need it. Isn't he doesn't need to talk in a phony voice. He doesn't need none of that. That dude is walking shredded wheat, razor sharp, cuts all over his body. this Today's day and age of pro wrestling, we don't see that much. Yeah, We don't. Hey, now you got him, Andrew, the two guys on that roster that are just shredded. I'm not saying just to be a body guy. I mean that. And just in today's day and age of pro wrestling, it is such a rarity. And then on top of it, the main hook is that these two have a background. They have a story, a backstory to tell. And they both are phenomenal storytellers in that ring, dude. He's not just a body; he can work. He can cut good basic one-on-one heel promos, dude. He's a good heels heel man. I'll watch; I could watch him all day. Big fan.
1: And he was like a million bucks when he came back that first night with Heath when he was in the suit, uh, looking sharp right? as hell. I mean, yes.
0: Remember what we said? We said yeah. this was not designed for him to look the way he's looking right now. I said that. I yeah. said, that dude looks rock-esque. Like, he looks like somebody who just came out of Hollywood.
2: Yeah, and He looks like a star. And she popped that I suit. Sw- that suit was a David Allen suit. That's who does all my suits. That dude who does John Cena and a lot of the WWE roster. David Allen clothing, if you guys ever – The guy does some like <laughs> Wait, Justin
1: LaVar with the ramen noodle packets has a guy who does a <laughs> suit? What a name
0: dropper.
2: No, this guy, he started as an entrepreneur in Pittsburgh. He just did the thing called Proper Knots. It was it, People have seen me wearing them before with the ties nice. and knots. And then he started doing custom suits. And then I introduced him to Titus O'Neill and Seamus. And then after that, this dude took off and his entrepreneur world went crazy. He's done, uh, he's done Blake Shelton. This guy's took off. But he, he, he dressed gender right when gender was coming back. And oh. gender cut looks great in these suits. He, David's actually been featured on Total Divas before uh, he was in a scene because uh, he, he got um, Sonny DeVille her suit that she wanted to wear to the hall of fame.
1: Well, if I ever leave the house again, um, I think you yeah, know, that's really. a solid referral. Uh, Leonza, $2 correcting the pronunciation. Uh, look, if you do a super chat and there's a, fo- I mean, I'm just going to say this. Uh, if you do a super chat and there's a follow-up or a question, like I do look at the chat. You don't have to spend money to correct us or add something onto your super chat. Although, I mean, we appreciate when you do, but, uh, don't feel like I'm, I'm looking at this the entire time. um, trying to to keep us on track here but definitely want to recognize uh your your generous contributions um so back to AEW Dynamite let's talk about this Moxley promo does it feel to y'all like I mean for all the shit that we gave Brock Lesnar like Moxley not being there is seeming a little weird and disconnected I'm very glad he's coming back next week
0: I agree with that
2: yeah again I think he was one of the ones that didn't want to travel so he wasn't Yeah, they'd already they'd they'd already filmed that match with he and Jake Hager when they were still in Florida and he didn't make the trip to Georgia. So, but it it is odd that he's like supposed to be this big deal for them and he's he's, you don't have him there in person.
1: Yeah. And then the uh, main event that we talked about at the top of the show, Dustin Rhodes out there with Brandy versus Lance Archer in the TNT championship tournament match. Uh, an emotional match, a violent match, Cody coming out. Uh, speculation is Cody going to stop the fight and stop the beating that Dustin was taking, but ultimately Lance Archer won this via pinfall to advance to the finals against Cody at Double or Nothing for the TNT Championship.
0: Two things. One, we need to fast forward this because it's already 11-13 and we are just getting through NXT right now, first and foremost. All right? Um, I just want to be honest. Secondly, um, yes, this match was, I'm sorry, there's a moth in here. It's driving me nuts and I'm going to. Drew, I'm sorry. Um, It won't go away. Make it go away, Glenn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. You're the blueprint. Kill it.
0: I am the slow of molasses blueprint apparently right now. Thing is kicking my butt all over this truck. All right, listen. Um, This is, like I said earlier, amazing match, amazing storytelling. I love the use of blood in this. Actually, as weird as any sound, it added to the story. Um, Lance Archer just continues to just... Just jump level after – like, he's, he's skipping like five levels each week, in my opinion, and just jumping right to the top, man.
2: And here's what was really good about this. Cody advances to the finals at the first match of tonight, okay? And then so now it's a battle, it's a battle between Dustin and Lance. Who's going to go against Cody? Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Robert have been calling Cody out since they arrived in AW. So it's a foregone conclusion, you already know Lance Archer's going to win. But rather than having a match that you know the outcome is predictable, they made how we got to that outcome not predictable. And that's what yes. I admire so much about this is they still took what Beautiful. would otherwise be a tough situation booking and creative wise to hold people for Beautiful. 20 minutes, for 20 Beautiful. minutes, but they held you for 20 minutes to see how is Lance Archer going to beat Dustin? Oh, he's going to freaking brutalize him. That's what yeah, happened. It's that
0: extra step, Glenn. It's that extra step in the creative process and thinking like that versus just taking for granted and say, well, eh, fans don't care. They know who's going to win here. Go out there and give them 20 minutes of barn burner wrestling as much as you guys can do, do what you can. And you get the wrestlers and they go, come on, you kidding me? They know who's going to win here. Yeah. And then usually it, nobody cares anymore. They just still put it out there and shovel it to us no matter what. Thanks to AE, thank you AEW for sincerely thinking about the fans during this and giving it that extra step of, wow, we really have to spend our disbelief right now because we don't know. We know who's going to win. We don't know how. And what would that really mean if Cody's the reason his brother doesn't get a chance to wrestle him by throwing that towel in? Which gives it a whole nother avenue of Cody versus Dustin potentially down the road. But Dustin says, "Dude, I would have beat him," no, you were you were getting your ass kicked? What match were you watching? I had to throw that weight, the towel in to mm. save your life. You're my brother. No, you're jealous of me, and this is another example of it. Cody. I mean, they could have completely gone in a different direction, which is where my suspension of disbelief went. Yeah. Uh, Are you still fighting so, that moth? I'm losing. Yes.
1: Speaking of which, uh Baby Maharaja $2 saying Matt should cosplay as Guile at Comic-Con. Uh, Matt Morgan as Guile versus a moth. Some,
0: is this the guy that wrote me on Twitter that wanted me to take that as a compliment that I was God, like Guile and I should have sold it more? Or something weird like that.
1: I mean, of like, all the Street yeah, Fighter cool. characters, I'll take Guile over E-Honda. Guile,
0: that's amazing. I didn't know I was offended by it. Honestly. <laughs> I don't even
1: know who it is. Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 Guile. The U.S. with the big spiky hair and the tank top. Played nah, by Jean-Claude Van Damme in the movie. Nah, you're,
2: you're under this interrogation light is right killing me. Yeah, you're under interrogation. This light is killing me.
0: All right, guys. I'm sorry.
2: Continue. Rosh needs to use a Super chat and buy you a professional lighting system. That's what Rosh needs to do.
0: Well, am I supposed to be doing this out of my truck? But I, I got to make do deal with my wife's in, using the office right now. What am I supposed to do? I understand.
1: We will uh, table the Street Fighter 2 discussion for tonight and talk about NXT Starting with the interim cruiserweight title tournament match, Isaiah Swerf Scott versus El Hijo del Fantasma. Um, with Swerve Scott picking up the win.
0: Oh, fun great. match. Fun match. It was good. I didn't, I didn't care about it. I was on AEW during this.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic cut a promo uh, mm, on uh, Gargano this. and Candice LeRae. Um, and then we had Candice LeRae versus Katie uh, Casey Kananzaro. Car- um so Candace coming out with that new look she was sporting last week in the promo, Gargano, like uh, the Robert Stone uh, hyping her up. this gave me sort of Mike and Maria Canella's vibes here. Uh, this was very different for not only for Candace but Johnny tonight.
0: It was, and I I'm sorry I cannot take her as a heel, really. I'm sorry. She to me is a true blue baby face, a Mickey James style of baby face by nature. Um, yeah, I'm willing to give it a try, obviously, because I'm a fan of hers. But um, that's really me having to suspend my disbelief highly to do so, because we know who she is and how she's in real life. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I disagree. I I actually look at Candace uh, similar to what the tradition that Baker's on is this is actually working
0: can you can know brit baker you know
2: her better you know her personally she is a real life baby face she is and then she's a dentist and it worked, but she's also if, if, if her, her real personality is this sassiness i've never i can i can count on one hand the amount of times that brit's actually been serious towards me or anybody that i know she that so this her heel kind of plays into her this with candace Candace makes a good baby face but this with Candace I'm actually buying the, the pint size of poison and her and johnny kind of being a, becoming elitist and too good for everybody I, I'm actually into this i I, I like this good this, this, you know
1: good good story so she won that again full cool story uh, bro <laughs> Candace won that match it was that was an awesome story <sighs> thank
2: you there's a moth behind you
1: Damian Priest cutting a promo against Keith Lee uh, ahead of their match tonight. Oh, let's talk about this Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher, um, oh. the the newly bro show tonight. Um, Do we have to? Yeah, I'm in favor of them doing stuff that isn't straight wrestling, but this isn't exactly what I meant.
0: I'm still having a hard time moving past the fact that they just think they could take any British wrestler and just put it in that in old boys' place like that. I, Still don't get it. It stereotypes as British wrestlers that they all have to be the dry, stiff one. Do you know what I mean? Selling for crazy zany Matt Riddle. Do you know what I mean? I I don't know. I don't like I just I don't know. I'm probably overanalyzing. I just don't like it as much as
2: the other. It is funny that they only acknowledge who the British wrestlers are when it is the guys that are stiff and dry. When you have Drake Maverick who's a British wrestler, but he is far from stiff and dry. Yes.
0: Yes, and there's many like that. They don't have to always play the the, 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 the uh, Stephen Regal, um, yeah, uh, um, William Regal type of persona. Is it, wait? So
1: is he actually British? I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. He's being.
0: Oh, I'm assuming I could be, then I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's my assumption as well, by the way. Like the the air about him Yeah, but, but sure. I also
0: thought, hey, I thought what's her name was British, and it turns out she's Australian.
1: Okay, here we go. Uh SFC Axel 187 is saying Thatcher isn't British, but he wrestled in the UK. Uh but
0: I apologize.
1: They are sort of playing him that way. I agree with you, Matt. If if I didn't if I hadn't looked that up, that would have been my assumption too. And I'm assuming most viewers would think that just by something about the way he carries himself um so yeah, yeah i mean whatever like matt riddle comes across very well uh this is yes. what it is um but fabian eichner and marcel barthel suddenly struck and attacked them from behind so imperium beating him up at ringside while the announcers called the action
2: if walter's not there i don't care about imperium i'm sorry Me either.
1: Yeah, um, they announced the next week Velveteen Dream versus Cole for the NXT title, it's going to be on next week's show. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Mia Yim for the NXT Women's Championship. So, Matt, I know you were excited about this. What did you think of Charlotte versus Mia tonight?
0: Great, awesome. Yeah, this had all my attention, all of it. Um, this is why I wasn't able to comment as much on that AEW match that was countering it at the time. Um, this was really well done, super well done. And yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the entire segment, the entire uh, uh, match.
2: Yeah, a fantastic match, and I saw a weird. I mean, I some of it's the people I can follow or people that I might search for. I saw a weird amount of hate for like Charlotte, like people that don't like Charlotte in the NXT division or whatever. Yes. But like, but, but but do you not understand? Even though that Charlotte got the one two three and goes down in the record books as the winner, she still helped make Mia Yim. Mia Yim is elevated to another level having a match like this, a uh, competitive. Awesome, actually, this is true. I don't understand how people who claim they're such wrestling fans don't understand that basic principle of how the mathematical formula works. They
0: don't. I don't understand it either. Because guys, this could have been a different women's champion for NXT that would have beaten Mia Yim in this same exact uh, um, hole in the card, if you will, that was being reserved for her. Let's say, okay. Or you have a wrestle uh, a Charlotte Flair who gets talent over. You can say whatever you want about her. Her matches are very good, very awesome, super athletic. She plays a great heel. Therefore, by proxy, that baby face generally always gets the sympathy, generally gets always gets the empathy. And most importantly, because Charlotte's so damn athletic and wants to make the others look good, she lets them get all their shit in. Let me be very clear with you all. Most wrestlers don't aren't that friendly, aren't yeah. that cool to their opponent to let them get their shit in. Like Mia Yim was able to get in tonight. Mia Yim became a bigger star tonight. There's no question about that.
1: And I should clarify, it was not a title match, but hey, it could have been for the title, it could have been for a bajillion dollars. We all knew Charlotte was winning tonight, but Mia still looks strong even in defeat.
0: And that, don't you see? Why even bother? I'll tell you why even bothered, because it was to send our disbelief even more that Mia Yim is going to upset Charlotte Flair here tonight. Yeah. And therefore get you more pissed at Charlotte, which is obviously working if you're all making comments about it, um, and get her more heat while also Medium getting over tonight. Medium got over tonight. I don't care what anybody says.
1: No, I agree. I mean, this, this was good for her. After the match, Flair stood tall. Io Shirai came out, cut a promo in Japanese, said next week Flair is hers, so they're going to have that title match. Next week, uh, back from the break, we saw Caden Carter with Casey Cadenzaro backstage. Candice and Johnny walked by. Lorraine mocked Cadenzaro and warned her that this is the new new NXT. She better get used to it. And uh, (laughs) they announced Finn Balor for next week. Then we had Dexter Loomis versus Shane Thorne.
0: I hate the name Dexter Loomis.
2: (laughs) It sounds like such a pervert name. Like He's driving a panel van somewhere with no windows (laughs) in it. But then he looks like a pervert when he's got the sleeve of tattoos and he's got leather gloves on. And no, I mean, he looks like he's somebody who's going to do some weird things with his hands. He does look like a weirdo, but his name is super weird. Um, me, it was there in the great words of the immortal Raj Gary. Glenn, yeah. the, guy, the guy that DM'd you about whacking into Chew. did he have Dexter or Loomis in his name? Please, no. please no. rephrase these sentences. How about this, folks? Is this much better? Fans, do you like this? Is this much better? You <laughs> Matt's look like, gonna all, you look like tell, are you afraid of the dark?
1: Yeah, Matt's going to tell us the story, everyone. <laughs> um. Anyhow, yeah, Dexter Loomis versus Shane Thorne. Dexter Loomis won. And, um, oh, let's talk about Drake Maverick tonight getting the win over Tony Nese.
0: Perfect. They set this up perfect. Tony Nese talking all this smack and uh what's it uh drake put it on his uh instagram i saw on his twitter mm-hmm. of tony niece's promo talking smack about him and the fans just lit up the comment section with who's tony niece who's this guy who's the hell does he think he is he's about to find out who's who you are Rockstar spud and they were they weren't even calling him uh drake uh the fans like so it tells me a lot of fans were like they're very legitimately emotionally invested in him right now um This was perfect. This was a great win for him. And that freaking – dude, he is a star's star. I'm sorry. I don't care how big or tall, short he is. It doesn't matter. He is just such a bigger-than-life character and star in every sense of it. And WWE, no offense, but also shame on you for not making better use of this dude's talents. If you couldn't see from the stuff he was doing in TNA – and that's TNA, folks – of getting over with the most ridiculous segments and getting whatever was thrown at him over, that doesn't mean you have to automatically bring him into your company and make him a utility person. doesn't mean you have to automatically make him a manager because, ooh, he's diminutive. His character is so damn big and he knows how to work. He knows how to wrestle. He knows how to get others over. He knows how to get him over on the microphone. But most importantly, he knows how to get himself over in a day and age where most of those talents do not know how to get themselves over. They have to be scripted. He doesn't need to be. He is a star, star, and I'll always say it, and I've said it since his YouTube videos. He was doing versus Party Marty Skurol when I was trying to get him yeah. hired at TNA.
2: Yeah, they took a they took a really great path here. This was not your necessarily your traditional cruiserweight match. This started out as just Tony Nese wearing down Drake, wearing down Drake. And I mean, you know, as a man, one of the most ins- you know one of the most just insulting things you can have happen is just to be open palm slapped. And Tony Nice just opened palms, slapping him, yes. abusing him. I mean, that's just, that's just, that's, that's a humiliating thing as a man to be slapped by another yep. man. And we and he's all that.
0: could relate to that and get pissed. And
2: yep. And then Drake fires up like we've never seen him. He gets vocal and bigger than we can ever imagine, ultimately gets to win. Then he cuts that Wolf of Wall Street uh, parodied uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, promo at the end where he's like, I'm not freaking leaving, you know, to paraphrase Jordan Belfort. And, and, and th- this, this was, this was, but I think not to go off on a tangent I know we're to keep moving, but off of what we said last week, I think this pretty much confirms. Drake Maverick got is him. not he's not leaving. <laughs> you kill him, buddy.
0: Got him. Thanks for playing.
1: Put that on Matt Morgan's highlight reel with his uh TNA pay-per-view matches, his segments with Hogan and Flair, Matt Morgan killing them off on this podcast. That's
0: right, there, <laughs> right there. Right there, folks. <laughs> uh
1: (laughs) so drake won this i mean yeah drake's there to stay they 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 but they have to i mean whatever
2: this whole glenn is
0: going to go bonkers if he does not get hired like glenn's going to like somehow go to to stanford titan towers and go post on wwe i'm just predicting it now
1: the whole thing is just so weird i mean we we talked talked about it at length but uh you know, if I was, if I was actually, let me say this, if I'm Drake and they already released me and I'm counting down the end of my 90 days, I would let them oh, think dude. like, oh yeah, let me win. This, this- is going to be good. You're going to hire me back. And then I would go to AEW and like give them the finger and just be like,
0: you Dude, it. he could be like Pillman ish. Mm-hmm. Like I seriously,
2: as far as, oh my God, this is a shoot. This is real right now. Yeah. Think about this. This, this oh, is God, probably the this is probably the first time in WWE history ever that they have publicly announced that they are releasing a yes. talent, and then after that, after Definitely. doing such, that li- that talent got a live microphone. This is yes. not a tape show. He got a live microphone. That's never sure. happened. The Rick Rudes, anybody who's ever what been about released- the
0: Daniel Bryan firing. Remember when he got fired and some of the others got fired or something? But he never oh, after
2: a- Nexus. Right, right. But he, but no, he. Right? Did- he didn't have a live mic until he got rehired. What I'm saying is okay. Drake was publicly yeah. fired. And if this isn't a case of a tape promo where they could edit it or, or screen it, he got a live right. mic. So in theory, this is the first time a talent could literally have just gone. I mean, it wouldn't have been good for his career, but he could have CM said Punk whatever. CM never he had
0: it either. CM Punk was never not under contract when he was doing that stuff. He oh, was still dude.
1: renegotiating when the pipe bomb happened.
2: But he, but he was still under contract. He was still under contract.
0: Yeah, okay, you're right. Dude, he, I, Rockstar Spud is super creative, so I hope he's got something up his yeah. sleeve in case they are not re-signing him. He does something that we we'll would never forget. Yeah. I, I Dude, he's creative, so I hope so. I hope he sticks it to him if, if they don't re-sign him.
1: He's facing Kushida next week. Um, So the title match tonight, we had the North American title being defended, Keith Lee defending against Damian Priest. Um, Pretty lengthy match. I mean we retaining, great. but what did you think of this, man?
0: Good, good. Two, two very good big men. I mean, what's not to like about this, right? Yeah. This was a mega. This is, to me was a mega main event actually, and this was tough to focus. I'll be honest, because of the emotion that I, that Dustin was making me continue to pay attention to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but this was a great main event. I have to go back and watch it again uh, to give you the real. My real opinion on it, but from everything I saw of it, I'm like, oh my god, why does this have to happen now? They couldn't put this on like 20 minutes earlier so I could give it my full attention. Because yeah. I like honestly, if this was on paper, this is a match that I would normally I would argue see even honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean Keith Lee's a champion, Keith Lee retains yes. but I'll tell you what. I watch every person I watch come out, every guy and girl, I listen to the music, I watch the graphics, I watch the lights. I watch how they look. How do they walk to the ring? And I, and I watch it all, and I keep in mind, like, could I see this as my main event in WrestleMania? Can I see this guy or girl? Damien yeah. Priest checks those boxes. And oh, by the oh, way, definitely. and oh, by the way, he can work bell to bell. It's mm. <laughs> like, when I That's when good. I see the the way they do the Damien Priest en- entrance with a light shines on him, he's here, light shines on him, he's there. He does the archer thing, the fire. He looks just like, he looks a little dark. He's got a dark side to him, but then he's got like this kind of a little bit of flamboyance. You know, can steal your girl off your sh- off your arm, type of thing. He has got it. He ha- he checks the boxes, and I I'm this every time I watch him I'm just like, God, this guy is this guy is. What's the money.
0: flamboyant? What's the flamboyant part? Though?
2: The flamboyant part. The the flamboyant part comes from what they've done in the pre-tapes. <laughs> they they've cooled off on it some, but when he first uh, started making his TV debut on NXT back in the fall, they were showing him with all the pretty girls, the nightclub. It had the evolution hmm. look to it. Him at the nightclub, Man. the sports cars, the valet parking. That. So yeah, it gave him know, a little bit. I miss that. It was, uh, they, they've cooled off on it, but it kind of took, you know, this is a guy who That's used to cool. be, this is a guy who used to be Punishment Martinez in ROH and a very dark oh, right. look to him. This kind That's ga- such
0: a cool name. That's a, it such a way, way, cooler name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they, but they put this, they put this case up where he's still got that dark, dangerous look. Like you don't want to meet him in alley, but he also had that look of like, he's still human. Again, he, he, he can steal any girl. So I, I just, there's a lot of things about him that I just, I watch him walk to the ring. And I'm like, I could see this in a stadium full of 80,000 people. For your main event,
1: I assumed it was gimmicky yeah. like was a vampire for a while at first. Is that not the case?
2: Yeah, it was very. Um, when he started, he it was it was very. Um, I, I'm, I'm don't. It was very Undertaker esque. It was supposed to be very kind of supernatural, dark. He's he's evolved as time is going on with some with some more, you know, some some which, more which, humanistic. Which characters. He does.
0: He has that look though. To pull yeah. that off, quite frankly, I, I always thought, but
2: yeah. yeah. Well, I know The Undertaker's like, I know The Undertaker's his biggest inspiration, his biggest, uh, was like his biggest looking up get to get in it, line. Right.
0: Get, 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 get in line,
2: kid. Right, right. Uh, next
1: week, uh, we're gonna see Carrion Cross.
0: That's right. I'm excited for that.
1: Yeah, should be good. Uh, so that was NXT. Both, both good shows tonight. Matt, you gonna declare a winner?
0: Yes. This is a tough one, I gotta go to AW because that main event drew me in ridiculously. Like, more than normal. And the I wish I didn't have to pick a winner in this one.
1: You don't have I'm to. Not, I'm
0: going you know, to go on record. I'm going to say both shows were equally as good. Oh. Um, because Charlotte, because listen, Charlotte versus Mia Yim did a lot. Yeah. Um, that main event uh, did a lot. Um, And, you know, AEW had some squash matches, which I'm a fan of. I'm not putting them down for that. Um, But I don't, I don't know. I'm still. I don't know. I gotta. I want to give them both an equal grade tonight.
1: Well, there you have it, uh, Justin. Any other news stories to cover?
2: Last we... thing, uh, real quick. Uh, at Russell Votes, who Russell Votes has been an insider who is, is, has hit a lot of things accurately before anybody else has grabbed onto him. Russell Votes had a report wait, 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 out. Him?
0: Turn out, him. It was a Twitter account, or something. It is a
2: Twitter account. It's anonymous. Nobody knows who the identity. But he's he's mm-hmm. been he's been very ahead of a lot of things over the last couple of years. Uh, he's got a good track record. So we we are willing to uh, acknowledge we'll, him. We'll,
0: we'll, at more, one more asterisk. What makes him have a good record? How many?
2: Uh, uh, if you wait, if uh, more than two dozen. Okay. Um. Basically, he's he's somebody that's very plugged in because without not going into minutia. Okay. We can tell that. Anyways, he had okay. a uh, he he put out a tweet uh, just recently that we are uh, shared. He basically talked so uh, said that he talked to a source that said right now, given the situation, WB is willing to grant a release to just to just about anyone who makes a request. Right now, goes on to give a quote to say basically, if a talent wants out, they can go. Uh, that's coming huh. off of the situation that WWE right now is in with um, uh, making the cuts they've just made the situation they're in of not having live events. So uh, just noting that it's a different situation that WB right now is, is supposedly in, whereas you know, in the past we've seen WB hoarding talent. Obviously, we saw them make a considerable amount of cuts a few weeks ago. But if you were somebody else who's still got three years left in your deal and maybe you don't want to be there for three more years, uh, depending on who you are, where you are on the card, where you're at in their investment, you might have a chance. If you want to take that gamble, not knowing when the economics and all is going to get back to normal, uh, that you could potentially get out of your deal right now, and WB is willing to. What to are you going go to go do?
0: Whoa! Really hey, well, exactly, exactly. Where are they going to go? What are exactly. they going to go do for work? They're not going to go to the, 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 the rest of anywhere else. So that's not brave of them, or bra brave mm-hmm. brazen of them.
2: Well, but but look at this way, Matt. If you're somebody, if if you feel like you're financially secure enough to where you could you could last six to eight or even twelve months not collecting a new paycheck. And you feel that oh, within that next time frame, I have a job waiting for me at AEW or ROH or what have you, and I can get equal pay to what I've got here, or I'll be more creatively happy. It's a gamble. I wouldn't recommend it necessarily to anybody. But there's right now the the report from that 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 tweet and that that account is that okay. W is a l- little bit more of a uh, open mind about cutting the string and cutting cutting the string to the kite, so to speak, be okay. letting you fly off. Okay, you got that?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> That's it. <sighs>
1: Okay, there you have it. Uh, He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Justin Labar. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. We'll catch you back here Friday night to talk about SmackDown. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. We'll catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc.
0: Podcast. Take care. Big support and rise, Gary. You know how to book flights and hotels.